Hey everyone, welcome back to Harvest Work and Happy New Year! It is a sunny morning here, the house is quiet, I'm in my pajamas, I've got a cup of coffee, and I just wanted to sit down and share with you guys some reflections on the year past and some of my intentions for 2021 moving forward. So grab a cup of something good, settle in, and join me for a chat. It has been a while. It's been a long time since I posted an episode. Things just ended up going in a different direction last year, and I never got around to posting any more episodes, but I'm back, and I feel like I have a lot less pressure on myself. I don't know why I thought I had to make each episode some long, in-depth study. That's not at all what I want to do, nor is it what I'm equipped to do. So, moving forward... I just want to make some short and sweet episodes focused on just kind of musings on faith or femininity or slow living, whether it's a Bible verse that I'm studying or a book that I'm reading or just something that the Lord is teaching me in my daily life that I feel called to share with you. So that's that. Today, I just wanted to, like I said, give some reflections on the past year and some of my goals moving forward into 2021. I'm not a super sentimental person when it comes to the new year. I've been in bed at like 9 or 10 on New Year's Eve in the past five years probably. It's just not really something I get riled up about, especially this year. I didn't didn't really feel the need to like journal about my year, go back and read old entries. I probably, most of us are feeling this way, but I am just ready to move on (laughs) with things. But as the year came to a close, one thing that just kept popping into my head is the fact that as horrible as 2020 was politically and culturally, it was better just 10,000 fold in terms of my faith. In 2020, the Lord so graciously took me out of so many false teachings and I I guess just bad understanding of uh, the Christian life. And uh, he led me to just solid biblical teaching and uh, solid ministries and most importantly, a sound church after looking for so very long. Um, One thing I did do is look back on my Instagram story archives and I was looking at some of the things that I was saying and sharing and I was just so, so ignorant and so wrong. Not that I will never be wrong again. I just, I just see how very lacking I was in my understanding of the sufficiency of scripture and I think I was just, I was just kind of confused about how politics and all these cultural things and conspiracy theories were fitting into my faith. Like, I didn't know how to reconcile what was happening and how I was supposed to respond, I guess. Praise God for the faithful brothers and sisters that continued to share biblical truth with me throughout everything that was happening. I just experienced so much refinement in my faith in 2020. Um, And one thing that really stands out to me is just, um, is probably spring 
early summer when I discovered Reformed Christianity. And it wasn't because I was reading about it or like actively seeking out to see if Calvinism is biblical or um, like where I stood in terms of that. It was solely through reading the Bible that I began to understand the doctrine of grace, perseverance of the saints, etc., etc. Like, I, I wish I could explain it. I just can remember so clearly the period of probably like a week or two where I just kept coming across things and more and more the pieces just kept coming together and finally one day I understood. I still have the post-it in my Bible in Ephesians of what I wrote down when I finally understood that I did not choose God, he chose me and it was by grace through faith and I played no part in that. And like I said, this is not because I was like reading a book or I heard a sermon about Calvinism and I was like, oh yeah, that sounds right. Cool. That that sounds about right. It it was the Holy Spirit who helped me understand scripture and what God's word really had to say about salvation. And it was not long after that that I ended up finding R.C. Sproul's Chosen by God on one of our bookshelves in the house. And this is not a bookshelf that I would normally go like looking for books. It it kind of just has books as decorations on it, like with the spines turned backwards. But um, I ended up finding it. I never bought that book. It's not my mom's. I don't know whose it was, but um, I know that wasn't a coincidence. And I'm just so thankful for that experience um, and just God's grace in allowing me to understand his word and understand salvation. So, of course, I have to go and make everything controversial, I know, but this is not, (laughs) this is not meant to be an argument about Calvinism. Um, my, My point is that God is gracious to reveal to us through the Holy Spirit what his word really says and really means, and it truly is sufficient for all. It is alive and sharper than a two-edged sword as we read in Hebrews. And as I look back at 2020, and I just see so much refinement in my understanding of the faith and so many false ideas that I had about God and Christianity and righteousness, um, just completely shattered and replaced with truth. Um, And I'm thankful for the people that I've been able to connect with and learn from and I'm I'm so thankful for another year to continue learning and growing uh, in my knowledge of the Lord because there's there's so much I don't know there's just so much all that said we're in a new year now feels good to have a fresh start as it always does and these goals or uh, intentions I guess um, are not rigid I haven't even written them down anywhere other than the outline for this episode, but these are just some of the things that I want to pursue this year and make a priority. The first major being to read more books. I've been slowly building my library with so many good books. I've got theology, Christian living, feminine fiction, homesteading. I keep telling myself, less knickknacks, more books. And I love my knickknacks. I really do but I want my shelves to be lined with books, rather. 
And I love the idea of a home library and just having a wealth of knowledge to pass down to my future family. I love the idea of someone, you know, asking a question, whether it's, you know, theological or homesteading, and I can be like, oh, I have a book about that that you can borrow. So lots of books in 2021. And kind of in relation to that goal to read more, I want to catechize myself. This is not something that I've um, ever done or grew up doing, and I just want to be more equipped to give a defense for what I believe as we are reminded in 1 Peter 3.15. And I had bought R.C. Sproul's Reformation Study Bible with Uh, some of my Christmas money, and I was pleasantly surprised to see multiple catechisms in the back along with a lot of other resources, so I'm really excited about that, and most importantly, I want to memorize scripture. I am not great at that, but I'm making it a priority and a discipline because, you know what, they can confiscate all the books, all the Bibles, shut down all the, the online ministries, delete all the sermons on you know, Apple Podcasts, if or when it comes to that. But if God's word is hidden in your heart, they can't take it away. So memorization and just continuing on with daily reading of the scriptures as usual is also a goal of mine. In terms of creativity and business, I've just been brainstorming away this past month. I don't know what it is in me that constantly feels the need to come up with something new and I've always been like this. I'm just always scheming about projects and things that I want to do that so much so that I just get so excited for them and then I neglect the projects that are in front of me that I'm already working on and I'm just constantly overwhelmed by everything that I want to put my hand to. There's not enough time in the day for all the things that I want to create and capture and I want to be okay with this this year. Um, It's just my prayer lately that the Lord would show me and equip me to simplify whether this means literally like letting go of a project or an idea that I want to pursue or rather just a simplification of the mind. Being able to be okay with multiple projects happening all at once as long as I'm giving them my best in doing them unto the Lord. And I keep coming back to this Charles Spurgeon devotional about the verse in Ecclesiastes that says, Whatsoever thy hand findeth to do, do it with thy might. And I'm going to read it to you guys. This is what Charles Spurgeon says. Whatsoever thy hand findeth to do refers to works that are possible. There are many things which our heart findeth to do, which we never shall do. It is well it is in our heart. But if we would be eminently useful... We must not be content with forming schemes in our heart and talking of them. We must practically carry out whatsoever our hand findeth to do. One good deed is more worth than a thousand brilliant theories. Let us not wait for large opportunities or for a different kind of work, but do just the things we find to do day by day. We have no other time in which to live. The past is gone. The future has not arrived. We never shall have any time but time present. Then do not wait until your experience has ripened into maturity before you attempt to serve God. Endeavor now to bring forth fruit. Serve God now, but be careful as to the way in which you perform what you find to do. Do it with thy might. Do it promptly. 
Do not fritter away your life in thinking of what you intend to do tomorrow, as if that could recompense for the idleness of today. No man ever served God by doing things tomorrow. If we honor Christ and are blessed, it is by the things which we do today. Whatever you do for Christ, throw your whole soul into it. Do not give Christ a little slurred labor, done as a matter of course now and then, but when you do serve him, do it with heart and soul and strength. But where is the might of a Christian? It is not in himself, for he is perfect weakness. His might lieth in the Lord of hosts. Then let us seek his help. Let us proceed with prayer and faith. And when we have done what our hand findeth to do, let us wait upon the Lord for his blessing. What we do thus will be done well and will not fail in its effect. I just love that, and I know I will be echoing that all year. I feel like that so perfectly applies not only to my faith and not only to the creative side of my life, but also homesteading. My mom and I have been praying for the right piece of land to move to for (laughs) just longer than you even know, and I'm not going to lie, it is frustrating to know that we're most likely facing another growing season in our limited space here in the burbs, but I'm constantly telling myself that those that are faithful and little are faithful and much, and that's always my encouragement to other people as well. Not everyone's going to, you know, have the perfect Pinterest perfect land um, for homesteading, but there's still a lot that we all can do. Um, so I need to take my own advice. We don't have chickens. We can't have chickens in our city. Um, We don't have anywhere to expand our growing space. Our backyard is so shady um, with a bunch of trees. But you know what? I still, regardless, need to work faithfully in whatever my hands findeth to do. And there's plenty. There's plenty to put my hand to, even in a small suburban homestead. So, contentment and faithful plotting. You know, I don't want to anxiously toil. I don't want to scheme and just talk about things and never do them. I don't want to constantly chase new endeavors or feel like I need to do something bigger or something better, but rather I want to plod. I want to cultivate content plodding through the work the Lord has put in front of me. I've got my product shop, I've got my blog, I've got my ebooks, my YouTube channel, my tiny garden, all great things that I love and they're entirely gifts of grace and I'm going to work faithfully in those things even when it's mundane, even when, you know, I could do something bigger or better. It's not always the time for bigger or better. Sometimes it's just better to work hard at what's in front of you. Something else that has been on my heart in terms of balancing my business with regular life uh, is that I'm no longer going to fit homemaking around my work, but rather my work around homemaking. So that means no more skipping meals because I'm too busy to stop and make something to eat. Uh, No more neglecting everyday duties or like rushing through things that I actually love to do, like sweeping, cleaning, cooking, all because I'm doing these things and I'm like, oh no, I have to hurry up because I have to go do more important work. I have to go do my real work. Like, no, that that stuff is my real work. I, I'm a woman 
single or not, kids or not, my God-given calling is the home. And the desire to nurture and cultivate a home is in my bones, and you couldn't get it out even if you tried. Um, My creative business is lovely, and I am thankful to have a way uh, to be fruitful with my hands during this season of singleness, but it's not forever. It was it was never meant to be forever. My business is not forever, but the heritage of home, however, is. So that's that. Those are my thoughts as we enter this new year. Who knows? Who knows what's to come? I really don't know, but I am going to soldier on in faith, uh, holding everything ever so loosely as I ought to be doing always, and I pray that you have the courage to do the same, and I hope you had a very merry holiday season and that your year ahead is richly blessed. I truly do mean that. I will talk to you guys in the next one. Bye!